So what you didn't hear was the three times that I tried to get that opening right because I didn't quite edit that little piece as quite as good as I thought I did, right? <laughs> Early, earlier I proclaimed myself, you know, an audio editing god, but of course it didn't quite work out that well, but I still feel like it worked out just fine because it's Jingle Bell Rocks. You get the gist. You knew what was going on. And of course, I mean, it's, it's what, five days to Christmas. So I know I had to get, I did feel like I had to get some kind of Christmas theme kind of opening in here for, uh, for this last podcast before Christmas, boys and girls. Hello and welcome to the program, everyone. We are, of course, live from the one and only Motor City and Southwestern Ohio with episode number 89 of the Objective of Battlefield podcast how the hell is everyone doing out there i sincerely hope this podcast finds you well i am as always of course your host dobfire 33 joining us as always is your co-host only slightly bad the other evan evan how you doing tonight man what's up good good uh, it's uh it's fucking cold it's gonna keep getting cold and <laughs> evan evan hates christmas this is confirmed of course confirmed. yeah he hate he I, I asked him what his favorite Christmas song is. He's like, no, no, the silence. silence. That's it. He complained about. I'm so fucking glad that I live in a neighborhood full of old people who can't get outside to put up Christmas lights on their house <laughs> to keep me up all night. Which I don't know what that means. Like, what I mean, what do you go to sleep with like your fucking curtains wide open? Like, what are you some kind of weirdo? Like, what is that? <laughs> no. So down the street from where my parents lived, there was this house that they went all the fuck out on Christmas. And it was like as bright outside in the middle of the night from all of their lights as my light in this office is. Oh shit. All okay. Oh wow. Okay. All right. So you're so like so you're traumatized. So you have P yes. you have Christmas P I, P P S uh PTSD. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. got it. So there you go, Crash, Crash, friend of the pod. Welcome to the chat, dude. What's up, dude? He's like, what's your problem, man? So there you go. There's he's He's got Christmas PTSD. Okay, that's fine. We understand that. Uh, but I mean, like, okay. But whatever. It's still Christmas time, right? I mean, it's the holidays. Uh, so Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy, you know, whatever it is that you may be celebrating this time of year. Around this time of year, of course, is always a wonderful time of year. Um yeah, what do you so like? What do you uh, what do you do for Christmas? Uh, family gathering, relatives coming to town. Do you like leave town? Like what? Like what's kind of your like sort of traditional sort of Christmas thing? No, so me and my parents. My mom's a really good cook, so she'll make she'll make pizzas, and uh, we'll watch a Christmas story, and that's about all we do. Make pizzas, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. She makes everything from scratch. I don't know if she makes the sauce anymore. But she makes dough from scratch and everything. Really interesting. Yeah, no, I mean that that actually it sounds like a fucking. I mean, come you know, a good fucking pizza is fucking great, regardless of the time of year, right? So I mean, that's interesting. That's a fucking. That's a pretty original, actually. I'll give you that. Actually, that's pretty cool. Watch Christmas Story, of course. You know, Chris. I thought about that actually. I thought about trying to pull a clip from Christmas story and using it in here. But like, it's like, I don't know that it's so, I don't know. I probably should have, maybe I will for uh, the new year's episode next week or something. Uh, anyway. So, uh, yeah, so that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we usually, yeah. I just, um, you know, I mean, since, since I've been, since I met my wife, um, actually we've been going basically to her grandma's house, like, you know, pretty much for like the last, like, 
like 15 years or so now. And so that's pretty much what we always do. Just And her grandma's, uh, her grandma's going to be 86 this year, actually. And she's still fucking just going fucking strong, man. She's a fucking absolute little fucking, you know, just fucking little bag of dynamite, man. And she like, she hosts fucking Christmas Eve at her place. Uh, she was living in a place like right outside of Detroit for a long time and uh, called Melvindale. Uh, but she's since moved closer to where we move here, closer to where we live here. And um, yeah, so we go over, but and we still go over there every uh, every Christmas Eve. So it, it's uh, it's pretty good actually. It's always a good time. Tons of family come over. My my her my wife's grandma like she knows so many people, and so it's always a fun time. Like so many people will just come over. So yeah, it's pretty good shit. So uh, your grandma's like that. She's ninety one and goes. Let's go crash. That's fucking awesome, man. Holy shit, dude. 91, dude. Let's fucking go. Let's hear it for fucking Grandma Crash. And let's hear it for Junkie Boy jumping in the chat with a gifted sub. Let's fucking go. Merry fucking Christmas, Junkie Boy. Merry Christmas, Crash. Hey, Chris, I meant to like, I meant to like kind of ask you, man. I hope everything's going good with the, uh, with the pregnancy. Hope the wife's doing okay. Hope the family's, you know, hope, hope everything's going good with you there, man. Crash. Resubscribe 12 fucking months. Let's go crash <laughs> a whole fucking year of subscribing to this dog shit channel, dude. Crash, I can't thank you enough for supporting me, supporting this channel and this podcast, man. Friend of the pod. Merry Christmas, man. Thank you so much, dude. Seriously. Good as can be, healthy so far. Fuck yeah, man. That's good to hear, dude. I love to, you love to hear it, man. You love you love dog shit channels. Well, this is of course true. And this is a dog shit channel and dog shit podcast. I bought a dog shit video game dude that you definitely still don't even I dude you haven't played this game in a minute and that's fine I've been keeping up with what you've been doing man and of course check out Crash's YouTube channel Crash FPS friend of the pod man really appreciate you man for stopping by dude seriously man 12 months dude that's awesome thank you so much man uh of course again thank you Chunky Boy for for the sub for the gifted sub man uh yeah so uh, all right, so Christmas, cool Christmas. We'll get some, some more, you know, kind of Christmas stuff uh, later on in the pod. Let's actually get into the episode this week, boys and girls. Um, yeah, so uh, let's get into some announcements. Uh, the only announcement we have this week, next week's podcast is confirmed to be, it's going to be a year-end extravaganza, right? It's going to be a year-end good wrap-up with our beautiful patrons, of the Objective of Battlefield podcast. podcast. It's going to be a roundtable episode, which I am seriously looking forward to. It's been a minute since our last roundtable episode, actually. I feel like we're, we were doing it kind of pretty regularly, and I feel like we got, we, it's been a, we kind of are off schedule a little bit for like, you know, the last time we did one. So really looking forward to next week, having a round table episode with all of our wonderful patrons, not all of our, I, I don't think all of our patrons will be able to make it. Obviously it's the holiday season. Uh, but I definitely know for sure. I think we got like junkie boy confirmed. This just in confirmed. Jaron might make an appearance. Who knows? Um, sounds like Devin might be able to make it. So, uh, yeah. So looking forward to that. So next week, look, uh, Check in for that. It's going to be a roundtable episode. We're going to talk all about, I mean, you know, I figure like what the discussion will mostly be is probably like, you know, what, what have we thought about season three? I, I definitely want to talk about that, but I actually, I think I really feel like what I want to really focus on for this episode is like, what are we going to look forward to for this game? We've talked about that a lot before, right? But 
we're a, more than a year in now. Like we're we're past a year in on this game. We've got year two content confirmed. So I'm gonna be so mostly with a lot of the questions. I, like the big question I kind of I kind of want to really concentrate on is like, what do people want to see for year two of this game? What do people like expect from the from season four? We're getting excited. Like I talked about it last podcast, we're getting excited about season four. We're we're liking where this map, you know, this what this map might be like. It might be like a whole cool metro, uh, you know, Operation Locker kind of thing. We're talking about this. The, we've heard all the reports about the, the map for season, for year two, season five, whatever we're going to call it. I, I mean, well, we haven't had any like real confirmation, right? It's like, are they going to call it season five? Or are they going to call it year two? Like, what kind of vibe are you getting from that? It's like, I mean, I think they've said season five. I've seen that more. I think I've seen that more than year two. Also, yeah. So. So yeah, so, so, I th so I think that's where they're going, right? They're just going to call it season five, yeah. So I'm I'm really so that's what I want to talk about a lot. I want to hear what people want to think. I want to see what people. I want to get predictions. That's what I really want to do. I want to hear. I want to hear from from our boys, like their predictions for what season five is going to be. Uh, you know, uh, so like the map. It's been talked about. It's it's going to be some kind of not re they they keep saying it's not going to be a remastered Battlefield Fort map. It's going to be some sort of but it's going to be something from Battlefield 4. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, this just said, no, I have not played the LTM yet. Um, but we're probably going to get into that a little bit tonight after the podcast. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit. We'll talk, we're will talk. we going to get into it a little bit tonight. I've got some thoughts on it, of course. So, in fact, we're going to get into that now because I'm done talking about the announcement about the Roundtable episode. But So, keep that in mind, uh, faithful listeners. Yeah. Um, yeah, so next week will be the roundtable episode. So yeah, let's move on to uh, this week's uh, playlist update. Of course, the big news, the, you know, the big playlist update is, of course, the LTM. Battle of Nordvik is live uh, with this week. Okay, what do we got this week? I'm going to bring up the tweet here. So what, what, what game mode do we have this week? We have... This week is uh, the, Conquest Assault. Conquest Assault. Okay, so what does that involve exactly? Conquest Assault, one team starts with all of the, the flags and less tickets, but they do not have an uncap. The other team has more tickets but an uncap, but they, they don't start with anything but their uncap That's right. Yep, right, yep. Uh, maps like the River Psalm in uh, BF1, uh, Wake Island in BF5, I think all of the Pacific yeah. maps in BF5 actually were Conquest Assault. Yes. I don't remember. Strike at, Strike at Karkand in, from Battlefield 2 was that exact, yeah, because, yeah, it was ex that exact mode. The U.S. The US team started with an, with an uncap. The, the U.S. team started with only their uncap zone, and all of the flags were held by the MEC, the Middle East Coalition Forces. And the U.S. forces had to advance through the map, and the MEC had to defend all the flags. If the MEC lost all the flags, game is over. If the ME, if the United States lost all their tickets, game was over. Yeah. So that's so. Uh, this is so. This is a play on a very classic battlefield uh, mode. Yes. So, um, so that's what we're doing this week. Yeah. No, we haven't played it yet. So, uh, the second week. What is the second week supposed to be? 
The second one, mm. I'm not entirely sure on. They're like talking about it's a mix of rush and breakthrough. I'm very intrigued by what the fuck they mean. Yeah, it, I, that doesn't really make a ton of sense to me, but we'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's 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 kind of it's pretty vague. Like I know we I don't know if we've ever played anything like it in 2042 or any other game for that matter. Yeah, so I mean, well, it was in the one here. I can bring up the. Um, Rank up the show notes from last week, and it's got the whole thing. We can talk about a little bit more. So, um, where is it here? Info and mid-season, yeah. So, week two: Retribution, Russian forces smashing Nordvik defenses and gaining control of the facility in week one. Week two sees Nordvik control core strike back with Retribution, a twist on conquest incorporating elements of breakthrough and rush as Blackstorm fights to avoid the, to hold the line over control core infiltrates the facility destroy MCOMs. See, okay. Yeah. But see that whole thing is like so vague. So, okay. So the MCOMs makes like perfect sense. Okay. Arm MCOMs destroy the MCOMs, but like where does the breakthrough and conquest stuff come in? Like, how does that come into play here? Like, do you have to capture a flag before, Before you can, you can arm, arm the MCOM, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, I I have no fucking idea. No. That's the one I'm most interested in, if nothing else, to see what the fuck they're trying to convey. This game you, mode of being right, exactly. So yeah, uh, but then of course week three, week three is just 120 player breakthrough. It's like I think I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that too because we talked about that. That's what we wanted breakthrough to be, anyways. We didn't even want 128 player conquest. We wanted 128 player breakthrough. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, we didn't. We wanted no, like keep the 128 player. Now that being said, like in practice, 64 player breakthrough has worked out okay. It's they've basically because the way they've like changed the breakthrough lanes it works you know what i mean but like they that's the two modes they should have had they should have just had you can play 128 player breakthrough on like the original way we had this stuff and then or you can play 64 player breakthrough on these like kind of like condensed lanes which is what they essentially what they did for kaleidoscope they made a very condensed kind of breakthrough lane you know that yeah because i but that being said a lot of people are still playing 128 player conquest actually it's actually really weird it's actually yeah, very that strange. blows my mind it blows my mind too because i was actually because i was loading into conquest last night trying to find uh just trying to play manifest and i like i fucking canceled and canceled and canceled like 10 times before i eventually was like fuck it i'll just like fucking load into whatever conquest 128 game mode and it was breakaway and the lobby was completely full of actual players. I thought for sure that there might be some like AI bots. Nope, the fucking map was completely full of players. So there's a lot of people. I, maybe that has something to do with crossplay. I don't know. Sure. I get sure. yeah. With the game on Game Pass and free on PlayStation right now, I guarantee that at least bumped up the the conquest numbers because I don't see many people talking about 128 conquest in this game. No, no one's no no one's talking about it, but a lot of people are clearly playing it, right? It's really kind of I mean, I, at least 128, yeah. Yeah, well, right, true, yeah. <laughs> Kinetic Gaming, what's up, dude? Uh first time in the chat. Let's go. Uh actually that's probably friend of the pod DZ Kinetic in fact. In fact, I know it is. 
that's your first time chatting in here. That's fine. That's cool, dude. Is it too late to bring up how slow Conquest Assault is? I uh, know it's not too late to bring it up at all, man, uh, because I have not it played it yet. So it's a terrible game mode, though. It's never been good. I've never liked Conquest no, Assault. Yeah, no, I know that's true. It was never popular. It, it I mean, in BF2. It was the only you, we, you didn't have any choice. That's just the way the game mode worked when you played any. Well, that's not um, just actually just strike it, Karkand, and maybe like one other map, maybe um, Dragon Valley might have been that way too. But like uh, Dacking Oil Fields and uh, Sharky Peninsula and Gulf of Oman, you know, they were like classic kind of conquest. Uh, but Striker Karkind was the conquest assault style where it's like, yeah, the, the MEC forces had no uncapped. They just had to defend all their flags. Miss Karkin, see, yeah, right. You, it's the same problem as the last event, in my opinion. Bad layouts. So you just drive around and back cap the defending team before they can do anything and build a massive ticket bleed right away. Yep, there you go. Exactly, yes. So, well, yeah, but that was... But that was kind of the one thing that was somewhat kind of fun about Strike at Karkin, though, because you knew you like had to defend the back flags. It's like you couldn't. It's like you always. I remember playing Strike at Karkin that way, like being very leery of like allowing like someone to sneak to the very back, right? Because if they snuck to the back, then you were fucked. Because then you were getting pincered, you know, from from the uncap and from where they were spawning in the flags that they captured in the back, right? So, but it's. Yeah, but in this game, it's probably even more of a problem, actually. Yeah, you just drive around, back cap the defending team before they can do anything and build a massive ticket plate. Yeah, that yeah, that makes sense. But you know what? It's a whole... On a map like Armin, it took some effort driving through front lines to get snuck around on Spearhead. You can go you can go the first five minutes of a match and attack her without seeing a soul. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Cool. Yeah, so that's probably a problem. Yeah, okay. So I can see where I can see where the problem lies. Yeah, exactly. It's probably exactly. It was hard to sneak to sneak through because the way Karkin was laid out, there was like a very specific way you kind of had to work your way towards the sort of back of the map. And, and if you played the map enough, you knew where that was. So certain people like myself would know to keep an eye on those particular lanes, if you will, right, to, to make sure someone wasn't going to back cap. So, but yeah, but on this map, yeah, I bet there's probably some way to like easily sneak back. Right. So there you go. So, yeah, well, I haven't experienced it for myself yet, Kinetic, but yeah. The ticket advantage get the, yeah, no flags the other way. Yeah, the ticket advantage attackers get to offset having no flags should be the other way around in this game, to be honest. Yeah, probably. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, so so that's this week. Next week, we don't sh we don't really know exactly what the game mode is. And week, week three is just 120-player breakthrough, which, yeah, I kind of have thoughts about. That's like fucking lazy as shit. That's like so lazy. It's like, oh, look, we're bringing you back 120 player breakthrough, which when you took it away, it's like what most people fucking complained about. It's like, why would you take away? Oh, take away the 120 player breakthrough. It's like this is that was the mode a lot of people actually really kind of liked. So uh, anyway, all right, got to get back to our uh, current show notes here. It's that one. Yeah. So what, what are, I don't know what it. So, yeah, you. What, you was there a conquest assault in BF one, or, or was there I, some in BF five? 
Oh, you said some of the Pacific maps, yeah. Yeah, the Pacific maps, I think, were... I know River Psalm, it was a DLC map in BF1. I think there was a couple others, but I don't remember offhand. Okay. See, I don't remember... I don't... I played Wake Island a handful of times on, on BF5. I don't remember if it was... I don't remember if it was Conquest Assault. I don't think it was. Or no, it was actually you know it. Yeah, I think it was because the uncaps were the American carriers and the Japanese flag. Yeah, you had to take the Japanese flag. So uh, anyway, okay. So there you go. So Battle of Nordvik is live. We haven't played it yet. We're probably gonna play it tonight. Uh, so yeah. So there's that. Uh, no patch notes, of course, this week. Uh, we talked a little bit about some of the patch notes last week. Uh, so now what we're gonna get into. So last pod, last podcast, I talked about how I wanted to talk a little bit more about the Manifest rework and what I thought about it and, uh, you know, how it plays and, and, and stuff like that. I talked, we talked a little bit about how it played in Breakthrough. Um, you know, it's, it's, it was still Breakthrough. It didn't really feel too much different. Um, there were obviously the, the deleting those two buildings at the, um, at like the uh, you know the customs area with those big awnings, those like kind of driveways with the big awnings, where it was kind of a nice change. But otherwise, breakthrough, you know, wasn't too much, too you know, too big of a deal. Uh, one thing that was a big deal. Do you remember last Friday night? But you know, it was a really good patron night, patron hangouts with the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/PlayTheObjective. Junkie Boy said, "Hey, yeah, let's play some." Okay, I won't just throw him under the bus completely. <laughs> I may have asked, like, hey, what do people want to play? And Junkie Boy was like, yeah, let's check out some Rush, uh, you know, some Rush uh, Chaos, which is 64V64, 128-player Rush. Uh, and we loaded it up, and it was on Manifest. How did that go, OSB? Do you remember how that went when we played that? <laughs> I gave up almost instantly because they were pushing into our spawn, and I got a sniper rifle out and sat on a crane and drank moonshine. And yeah. It was a complete, it was a complete and utter disaster. We loaded in, I believe into the middle of a match and the two MCOMs were like behind, like literally like just a city of containers, just a city of containers, right? That the defending team were able to use, on every level, from the ground, mid, upper level, it was just fucking stupid. It was so dumb. There was zero chance. If there, I, there's no way, there's no way any attacking team has ever armed those MCOMs on that game mode in that map. It can't be. It was so easy to defend. Now, okay, Grant, I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm getting off on a little bit of a tangent. This is a totally, this is a one-off game mode. I get, you know, they only put it in the game every once in a while. It's a dog shit game mode for sure. Fucking 64 fucking player rush is just, it's fucking stupid. But it was just, it was, it was even dumber in this particular instance. It was so bad. There was no way you were going to, there's no way the attacking team could do anything it, there was so much cover for the defending team with between all the containers, everything on the ground. It was just so bad. It was really, really, really dumb. That aside, 
I just thought I'd bring that up because it was it was just like wow, like what the fuck did we just do? Like we didn't quit because it's like let's just see this through and it was fucking whatever. It's a it, this we'll fucking live it out and we'll be fine and we'll play another game mode. Um, but we did actually go and like stay in after it ended. We did let it just load up and it uh, loaded up Orbital and that actually wasn't too bad. It actually. Orbital, it's a big enough map that it wasn't too bad. It was actually kind of fun, but like it was still, it's still dumb to have fucking whatever. It's a, it's a, it, they only do it like every once in a while, but whatever. It was, it was not very fun. Anyway, so getting back on track here. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about what I thought about the manifest rework and conquest specifically. So if you remember, I was saying, you know, I, I liked the way, they changed the the layout of the spawns, um, you know, close to the American uncap and kind of close to the Russian uncap. However, upon a more thorough playing, I have mostly changed my mind, and it's pretty terrible. It's pretty fucking terrible, actually. Uh, there, I don't know why. I don't know why they made so much. Okay, so on the American side. They like fucking they have like this entire swath of land that is playable area that is hell and gone from any objective. Do you know what? Do you, are you familiar? Are you familiar with what I'm talking about in terms of like on the American side? Because there's the whole section that's the American uncap, but then like below A and then to the left of it, it's all playable. It's not out of bounds or uncap, and there's like yeah. not even an objective like anywhere near it and as it turns out it turns out to basically be a haven for like someone in an aa tank to just basically sit in there and harass you know aircraft and then to engage that thing i have to you have to go and engage it to get it to stop harassing your aircraft you know, and you and there's nothing else to play for you're helen like you know, if you if you're holding the two objectives at a if you're holding a sector, cool. And even if you're not holding a sector, even if like some fucking, you know, th granted it's close to your uncap, but it's, it's like I could, I really, I, I looked at the map and I was like, wow, there's like so much fucking room down here where there's like nothing. It's like why is there like nothing down here? It's like it's such it's such a terrible design. <clears throat> I mean, it's it works nice that the objectives are closer to the mountain, and when you spawn there. Yeah, you can like get to the mountain and you can kind of attack the mountain a little bit, you know, with a little bit more ease or like, you know, with a little bit less resistance or or distance to travel to get to the objectives that are like on the middle of the mountain there. But like, I don't know what I don't know what they were thinking by making that much like playable area with nothing in it. There's just nothing there. And like I said, I, a couple of different times, there would just be an enemy AA tank just hanging down there harassing our aircraft. And it's like, well, I, it's like. He's just gonna sit down there completely unharassed because there's like I you know I know he's there harassing the aircraft but like so the only reason I'm gonna go there is to is to fucking try to harass that air to harass that uh, wildcat <clears throat> and while I'm down there I won't have an objective to play for I'll be nowhere near an objective and I'm he's probably gonna kill me at least a couple of, a couple of times because if he's a good if you know if he's good on a wildcat he's gonna know that there's someone nearby and he's just gonna point his AA gun at me and fucking kill me it was real it was I, so I found that very frustrating 
And then on the Russian side, like there's like almost no distance from the uh, you know the Russian uncapped to where the the first two objectives are. So it's like so if you're an Amer so if you're the American forces, it's like taking those almost makes no sense. I mean, granted, the, the the American uncap is close to a sector as well, but it's just I don't know the whole thing. It, it upon more playing, I was not crazy about it at all. I, it, it and then I and that I'm not even getting into the lower sectors down near where they you know the cranes and stuff like that, where there's only one objective like per sector now, like C and D. I think like ones ones on the ground and ones in the boat. Whereas, like, I, think, I believe at one point there was, like, one on the ground and one in the boat. And then I think there was two on the boat before, I think, right? Or no, there was there was always, like, one on the ground and one in the boat, right? Like, I one, think so. Yeah, I know there, for sure on Breakthrough. I hadn't played Manifest Conquest in months before right. the rework, so I don't remember. I don't know, but it, yeah, I haven't played, yeah. But upon further playing, I'm not as big a fan of it as I thought I was. It's 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 not it's really it's not as good as I thought it was. If you strictly just want to play like say between the you know the 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 sector near Russian uncap and the sector near American uncap and the mountain and you want to just sort of fight between those objectives, fine. You could that, that you could probably have fun doing that. But then, like, you're completely ignoring the two objectives down by, you know, the docking area or whatever you want to call it by the two by the two ships that are docked on the ports. So it's yeah, no, it's the re that, you know, they added a whole bunch of they added more containers. They added a more little military installations. And it's still just yeah, it's still manifest and it's still just it's pretty dog shit, honestly. And up, upon further playing, it's yeah, I mean, like. They they did a good job on Orbital. Like, they drastically changed the way Orbital looked and played. And I thought, and I think Orbital Conquest works pretty well now on 128 players. This one, I like, at first I thought it was okay, but, like, it's just, it's not good. It, they didn't, it didn't really change the map very much at all. But, like, it, unless, like, a, like, like I said, unless... They could have completely, they, they could have drastically changed the way it looked <clears throat> and completely cut off the docking area. But then that would have like been cutting off like this whole massive part of the map that was like, you know, the whole thing. There's ships down there and there's the, and there's the cranes that pick up the containers, right? It's supposed to be a whole big element of the map, like those cranes. So it's like if they would have just completely cut that off as a playable area and only made it sort of like a between the U.S. side, the Russian side, and then the mountain, and then you only fought between those two areas, that'd actually be kind of fun. It'd actually probably be pretty cool. But then you would just have been removing this whole massive playable area, you know, from the southern part of the map. But they did do that in Orbital. If you look at Orbital, they cut off very large portions of the map on the left and right side. Very large portions. And they made it play somewhat more close together and then you could play it somewhat you know uh, vertically between like the the southern it, play, it it orbital plays a lot better with the rework they did we talked about that before i'm surprised it hasn't gotten talked about more in like the timelines honestly i i honestly am surprised it hasn't because honestly if you go on orbital conquest orbital that orbital conquest was the map that i complained about the most like the first three months of this game 
I thought I was, I said, I, I remember very clearly saying that Orbital is the worst map in the game. It's fucking dog shit. And it was, it was complete dog shit. The way it was laid out originally was terrible. The way they reworked it, I actually really like Orbital now on Conquest. And I, and I still, and it's, and it's still pretty good on uh, Breakthrough too. The, the rework works for Breakthrough. Yeah, so this this re, this rework for I, I've I've kind of changed my mind from what I initially said on the last podcast. This this rework for manifest is it's 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 no good. It's pretty dog shit, man. It's in fact I think it might be worse actually. <laughs> actually, so yeah, um, yeah. Did, did you uh, you have any thoughts on on it for conquest? Did you get a chance to play it anymore at all? No, I haven't played it on conquest anymore. I think I've played it like once or twice. Um, it seems okay on Breakthrough. I don't play enough Conquest on this game to really have any solid opinions on any of the reworks. Right, I know. Yeah. It's either been months since I've played the original or I've played the rework like twice when it came out and that was about it. Right, yeah. And then the other thing too is, you know, every other week is Exodus Conquest is in the playlist and Exodus Conquest is 64 player. So it's not exactly... A particular, a particularly, you know, faithful representation of what everyone else is playing on 128 player mode, because the 128 player layout is always different than the 64 player layout. So yeah, it's yeah, it's. But that's just that's just that's just kind of the that's just kind of the Battlefield 2042 experience right now. It's just it's it's disjointed. It's not particularly, you know, there's not a whole lot of continuity with this game right now, right? Um, so, excuse me. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's it it had it kind of oh, yeah. Okay, so what I got in my show notes, it kind of has a problem, a similar problem to what Goldmold Railway had. Goldmold Railway and Battlefield Four had those large swaths of area that like had no objectives in them, but like a vehicle could be sitting there. Like there were, I remember a lot of times there'd be AA tanks sitting nowhere near an objective and they'd be harassing the shit out of you and it was always annoying because it's like well you're nowhere near an objective but you're just gonna sit there and harass the shit out of me you know which is fine that's what that's what the aa tank is meant to do they're meant to deter you know aerial attacks right so but i don't know it was just it was really frustrating um some more frustrating things that has to do with this game um i've still seen like no comms on the siege tank Switching subjects here now. Uh, I the siege tank is still really bugged. I've I posted a clip on Twitter on on uh, yeah on Twitter, and I, I've got and I've still got plenty of experience with the siege tank. That thing will just fucking fire a shell off into nowhere. Sometimes it's really strange. It still has like a problem with firing it you know, like you know off to the right but then sometimes like a fucking shell will just you know a projectile will fire off like in the fucking the nether region it's like then you know the, the shadow realm it's just like where the f- i was not aiming that shell there like it would just fly it, it's really weird and i've posted it on twitter and like i've got like no comms whatsoever uh from any of the devs which is kind of frustrating um i don't know i mean have, have you used the siege tank anymore Recently? No, I haven't, and I'm not going to until I see something in patch notes about it's it shoots where the fuck it's supposed to shoot. It's too unpredictable as it sits, yeah. 
Yeah, no, it very much is. Uh, I mean, I've, I saw a clip from Ender's recently, like using it. And I mean, like I said, no, I mean, it doesn't do it all the time. That's the thing. It's like I've had plenty of times where I've been sitting in siege mode. I was actually, I, I think I may have actually been recording. So may, I could, oh no, I think I was. I, I, I think I could, I could like probably post a clip or something. I was on orbital and I got into siege mode. Uh, like just kind of to the left of the big building, looking down at like the the runway towards the rocket, and I was in siege mode, just just fucking wrecking kids, just wrecking kids, just dropping fucking you know just not dropping like because it's hit scan right, just fucking pew, just fucking sniping kids in siege mode with the tank when it was working properly, but then so just sometimes randomly it'll just you'll fucking fire a projectile and it's it's like going off into fucking nowhere it's so weird so um yeah it's a little frustrating that there hasn't been any comms on that because there's just definitely still a problem with it it doesn't happen all the time but it still happens um yeah i would i mean as far as this game goes uh, i don't know i'm i'm a little i i've been frustrated with it lately um but we'll get into it because I the next thing I want to get into actually tonight is uh, if any of you have uh, are part of the Discord, you've noticed that I said in the Discord earlier we're gonna answer some Q and A questions tonight. Actually, so the next thing I was gonna talk about is I'm gonna I'm gonna address that when I get to uh, Jaren's question actually, because Jaren's question is kind of interesting and I kind of definitely have some things to say about that. So, um, all right. Yeah. So we're going to get into Q and a questions now, but before I do that, I'm going to go grab another beer and take a little pee pee. So I'll be right back. All right. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> we got a Falk skin. Yeah. We got a few skins. Apparently got a Crawford with a uh, 1080Ti on his face. <laughs> See that? Oh, you don't follow uh, the Thurston 13, that's right. No, Seriously. I have seen that, though. That is pretty... It is pretty accurate to a 1080. <laughs> yeah, great. it looks like a fucking 1080. <laughs> it's pretty funny, actually. Um, all right, so, all right. Let's get into... So, yeah. Q&A questions <clears throat> from our Discord, from our wonderful Discord members... Uh, where are we at? Yeah. Let me find it here. All right. Uh, pod Q&A. Okay. So what was, uh, pinned? Okay. So after, after the pin? After the pin. Yeah. Okay. The pin was the last one. Okay. So, so yeah. So that's, uh, first section of the podcast tonight was some thoughts about 2042, Again, like I said, it's 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 obviously it's a slow week. The Battle of Nordvik thing is a whole thing. Obviously, um, you know, we talked about it a lot last week. Uh, we're gonna play it tonight, and obviously, we'll probably talk a little bit more about it next week, of course, and after we play it. So, uh, so I figured, yeah, what the fuck, we'll just fill in some time and uh, get some Q and A questions in here from our wonderful Discord members. Don't forget to join the fucking Discord. Check the show notes. There's always a link to the Discord in the show notes. Uh, so our first question here comes from, yeah, Diverd. We were talking about this. I didn't, Diver, Diverd, Diverd? Maybe, I have no idea. Drivid? Sorry, Maybe it's supposed to be backwards. Oh, but you know what? It is, it is an anagram though, Diverd. <laughs> or it is, it's spelled Exactly the same way forward and backwards. Anyway, Diverd, uh, what's a game you guys... Oh, yeah, this is a fun one. 
<clears throat> What's a game you guys could never beat as a kid? I love his I love his example here. Mine was driver for PS1. Could yep. never get past the training tutorial yep. with just yep. free roam. Yep. Yep. Same. Yep. Fuck that <laughs> tutorial. God, it was so bad. It was so hard. Why isn't the ding working? There it is. Oh yeah, dude. I don't yeah, I I I I cannot say if I ever remember beating the tutorial or not. Yeah, I can't say if I, I did. I know I didn't. Yeah, I don't think I did either. I would I would try for hours and I could never <laughs> yeah. beat the fucking yeah. tutorial. Yeah, it was bad. It was so difficult. It was super difficult. And that was like and that I remember that game because it was like did the game come out before or after Gran Turismo? Do you can you remember? That I, that I don't remember. I can't remember either. I know it was very much around the same time though. Cuz I was living with a, a I remember I was living with a friend of mine and his girlfriend. And I remember this game came out and we like loved it though because it was just because it was the first time there was like a driving game with that kind of physics, right? The physics in that game were crazy. Like it was just nuts. Like the way your car would launch and it would bounce off things and it would look really realistic, right? It had very realistic physics. If, right? I mean, like you remember what I'm talking about? Like it like the way the car would yeah, react to hitting yeah. things and like, yeah. Yeah, so Driver came out after the first Gran Turismo. Okay. Two years. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. So like, so, so I likely like you know like oh yeah I'd like no come on I play Gran Turismo I'm gonna fucking like nail this game right like I'm gonna own this game yeah no <laughs> it was so hard. Hey, do yeah. a slalom, a J turn, parallel park, birth <laughs> right. uh, a child, write war and peace, and you got sixty seconds. Good luck, bitch. Birth a child. <laughs> fucking, fucking, give new, breathe new life into the world <laughs> as you're fucking that uh, power sliding into a fucking uh, like paid parking spot. Pay the toll, you know. Pay the parking spot too. Yeah, it's no shit, right? Yeah, it was crazy. That game was. I love that you brought that up, Diver. That was like that was such a great game. Um, so, but what was one I could never beat as a kid? Um, gosh, dude, there was tons of games I couldn't beat as a kid, right? Uh, you know what was the one I would? I, I'm mildly embarrassed to say I never, I couldn't beat was the uh, original Zelda. I could like the original Zelda, like I, you know, I was like fucking eight years old or something, right? Playing that games, like I don't think I could figure it out. I did beat the original Metroid. It was fucking difficult. It was so hard. I beat Mega Man two. I beat Metroid. I could not beat Zelda though. Like I could not figure out like where to go or like what to do or anything. Um, I did beat the original Final Fantasy. I very I distinctly remember beating that. I don't think I beat Dragon Quest, the original Dragon Quest. I don't think I could beat that one. And then as you get into, I don't think I ever actually beat. Um, there you go, the NES. Yeah, the 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 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. I probably didn't beat the 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 TMNT game. Yeah, ain't no one beat the NES Turtles game. No, no one did, dude. Yeah. I don't think I beat the original Nintendo, uh, yeah, Ninja Turtles game. 
may have beaten Battle Frogs, but probably not because that game was fucking impossible too. Yeah, so no, all those games, dude. I mean, all those games were difficult to like, but like, but you know, dude, you're you know, you're a. What, so so, what would be one besides Driver that you would say you couldn't beat OSB? So I was a little different because I played games that really didn't have an end, like Gran Turismo and like Tony Hawk Pro Skater and shit like that. So the first game I that had an ending that I probably couldn't beat mm-hmm. was the original Halo. I would go over to my friend's really? house. He had an Xbox and we would play co-op and I could never make it to the fucking Pelican ever. It took me 20 years to beat the original Halo. (laughs) I always got left behind. I crashed somewhere. I was forgotten and my buddy always made it, (laughs) made it off Halo and I didn't. No shit. Wow, man. Well, you know, I don't know if I ever beat that game either, actually. So. But I, don't know I saw I... the final cutscene. I was there. Right. Yeah. The well, yes. Yes. You were there. But yeah. my corpse is burning up, getting <laughs> eaten by the flood on the, and, on the like, split screen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. There. There you go. Cool. Uh, good question, Divert. And actually, in one good question, just begets another because he's fucking asks another banger question too. This one's gonna be a little bit difficult, but I think I I think I have some uh, I think I have some 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 video game characters in mind divert asks what video game characters would you choose to be on your mount rushmore of video games so what video game so what video game characters would you choose to be on your mount rushmore i'll let you go first osb or do you need some time to think about that one um i got a couple at least um arthur morgan from red dead redemption 2 okay okay nice i like that pick because that's pretty recent that's that's a good i like that pick yeah commander shepherd from the mass effect series okay um, male or female doesn't really matter um okay sora from kingdom hearts okay and I can't pick a fourth one. That's where it gets difficult because I played racing games, right? So either, yeah, a, you know, okay, I, you want to say helmet. You want to say Master Chief, right? You, I know you probably want to say Master Chief, but you want to like represent a racing game now, right? Yeah, and yeah. you know what? I played a lot of Halo, but I wasn't a Halo guy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I would play it because I wasn't allowed to at home, so I would go to my friend's house and we would play Halo for like seven hours straight. Right, but right. Like, I never got real deep into it. Um, right. Great, great game series, but yeah, it was just never really my thing. And yeah, racing games. It's a dude in a helmet. You're a, a f- nameless, faceless character. The, the, well, the GT logo. Just say the G- yeah the GT yeah, logo. Yeah, the GT logo would work. The GT logo is pretty timeless. That's what I love. That's one of the things I love about Gran Turismo, is that like even though there's obviously all the iterations of the game one two three four five six seven, like the GT logo has stayed exactly the same. Right. Yeah. It's the GT logo. Like I could like I could get that tattooed on my body somewhere, and I would be like, yep, that's Gran Turismo. You know, like that's just Gran Turismo. So, okay, cool. I like that. Um. Uh, man, see, I would love. You could go like so many different ways. I'm like, you could like go so many different ways with this, right? I mean, like, 
yours, yours, okay, spoken like a true millennial. Because <laughs> all <of> those, <laughs> all those characters are all fucking characters that absolutely a, mil- a millennial grew up with. Makes perfect sense. Uh, of course, mine are gonna go like way back. I mean, like, like if I were to like go like. Like the most iconic video game characters of all time for Mount Rushmore, it would be like Pac Man, you know, Pac Man, Mario, uh, you know, and then like Zelda, and then like probably like, you know, Pac Man, Mario, and like, or like a fucking Space Invader or something. Someone say that dirty blue has, yeah. It would have, you know. You'd probably. I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would go Sonic, but I mean, you kind of have to. Um, so you know, Pac Man, Mario, Zelda, or not Zelda. Um, you know, uh, Link. Sorry, Link. Yeah, I know. I know better. Uh, Link, and then like you know, um, probably like. Uh, what I, I'm, I know I'm probably missing someone. It's kind of funny that like you fucking totally blank on a fourth. <laughs> It's yeah. kind of funny, actually. Like, I guess I went okay, but my okay, but like obviously that's a kind of like a classic. But like my Mount Rushmore, like my Mount Rushmore of like video game characters would be one. One is Super Mario. It's got to be Mario for sure. It's like I mean, it's just because of the icon that Super Mario. You know, the Mario Brothers are. The next one would be Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. Because Final Fantasy VII is just like one of my fucking favorite games ever, right? Uh, the next one would actually be, and this is a weird one, but it would, this is definitely a weird one, but it's still one of like my favorite fucking video games of all time. It would be Nii from Fantasy Star 2. Fantasy Star 2 is a Sega game. It was, it was a, it was a Genesis game. It is one of the best role-playing games like ever it was it was weird it was exciting and it was it was just it was fun it was it i loved that game so much it's like one of my favorite fucking games ever um and then for the for fourth i would probably actually probably go with like a character from world of warcraft actually because world of war i mean I played the shit out of World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft for a long time. I love that game. It's still like an amazing. I I don't think I'd ever play it anymore. Uh, but like I would have to put like you know either like say um, Anduin Rin or um, one of the orcs. I can't remember the orcs any of the orcs guys' names or whatever. Like just something from World of Warcraft actually would probably have to be there. So Mario, Cloud, Knee from Fantasy Star Two. And something from World of Warcraft would have to be my Mount Rushmore of gaming because that's, and then of course I like you know, the racing games. I love all the racing games. I've played those a ton too. Obviously, um, I mean I'm trying I'm trying to think of like it's funny like I'm trying to think of like what other video games I've like just loved to play. Battlefield, obviously. I mean like you know I've played all the fucking Battlefields, but like what what would a you know. There's nothing that stands out as a character from Battlefield. So, like, that... So, it answers the question, you know, faithfully, right? Characters from, you know... uh, Yeah, what would your characters... Yeah, for... So, there you go. Yeah, so Nii from Fantasy Star 2, Cloud, Final Fantasy 7, Super Mario, and, you know, choose a character from World of Warcraft, because I'd have to put that up there, so... Okay. 
So that's that. Uh, Junk Pop asks, moving on here. Now that 2022 is wrapping up, what's been your favorite game you played this year? Well, unfortunately, Junk Pop, I've pretty much only played like three fucking games this year, which is pretty sad. I've pretty much either played this, you know, Battlefield 2042, uh, MW 2019, you know, Warzone, Warzone 2, and I played a little bit of Dark Tide. I played some Dark Tide. Uh, Gran Turismo, I'd probably, I'd probably, uh, we played some Gran Turismo. Um,. I didn't play. What else was that? Was I playing anything else like super outside of 2042? I don't think so. So I guess I don't know. You know what? I'd probably. It sounds. I can't believe I'd be, I would say this, but I'd have to say 2042. That's the game I've played the most. <laughs> it's been not been the best game ever, but like I've played it the most. So I don't know. What, what, what would your answer be? So if we're talking strictly time put in, it would be 2042 for me as well. Right, yeah. Um, and I didn't get very far in this game, but I really liked Stray and the concept of it. Oh, I yeah, just, I remember that. Yeah, you, I remember that. I didn't, yeah. I didn't play a ton of it. I need to play some more. It is a very unique game. Um, it's got a cool art style there's a button that you can press so that the cat in the game meows on command so I can confuse the real cats. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> It'd either be that or Gran Turismo because, yeah, I've yeah. put some, some time in on GT7. Yeah, you did. Yeah, actually. You should fucking... Dude, you need to stream some more Gran Turismo 7. You really do, dude. Watching you fucking race in some of those online races was actually exciting. Like, I'm not lying. It was actually exciting. I actually, I really dug watching it. So, like, you know, try to fucking do that, dude, right? Yeah, I, well, I would yeah. have to get back to streaming first. Well, this is true, of course, too. It's fine. I'm just giving you a hard time. But not, but <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time. But honestly, dude, I would watch it. I would watch you race the, dude, it was, it was genuinely exciting watching you race in those online races it was cool as hell dude um so yeah okay so yeah yeah i mean yeah dude i mean i'm like i haven't played i didn't play much this year honestly and it's unfortunate because i know there was like a lot of different games to play i know there was games i wanted to play i wish i would have played horizon forbidden west because i loved the original uh zero dawn horizon um uh you know god of war ragnarok i haven't played that yet i'm sure it's amazing I like I loved the first one. Um yeah, I've I've started a little bit of Dark Tide, Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide. Eh, it's like it's, it seems kind of fun. It's got a cool role-playing element to it, you know, with with just like first-person action action shooting stuff going on but co-op style. It's not like it's not PVP, it's like strictly PvE right now, so Yeah, so yeah, I 2042. I can't believe I'd say that, but yeah, I'd have to say 2042, so um all right, so moving on, Devin asks the general of the objective, our boy Devin. He asks myself specifically because OSB does not play hockey. He asks, do you think you could beat Happy Gilmore in a game of hockey? Yes. Happy Gilmore is a fictional character. So, yeah, 100%. I could beat a fictional character in a game of hockey, Devin. 100%. And he looks like a terrible hockey player anyway, so actually, I know I could fucking beat him. Even with my fucking decrepit 46-year-old fucking hockey playing ass, I know I could fucking beat the shit out of Happy Gilmore in a hockey game. So, moving on. Uh, the General... Wait, no, no. Yeah, General... Yeah, Jaren, the Iron Ranger, 
has a, this is our most recent question. He actually just asked us yesterday, in fact. Is Battlefield a number? This is a joke going like back a fucking year when uh, the Dropshot Boys didn't feel like actually, you know, referring to Battlefield 2042 by its like actual title. They just wanted to call it Battlefield a number, which I don't blame them one bit for saying. Uh, yeah, so it's bad. So Jaron asks, fuck Jaron, by the way. Uh, is Battlefield a number fun yet? What do you What are your thoughts on USB? What What would you say to that question? Um. So first, I would say fuck Jaron, of course. Um. Yeah. No, I think the game got fun at season one. A lot of the the major problems yeah. were fixed. They started adding content. The content doesn't come fast enough. That's unfortunately kind of the battlefield way. But I would say with season one, it, it started to get to a point to where it was enjoyable to play, especially getting a big group together and, and fucking around. Um, so I would say yes, um, and it has been for a minute. I also have pretty low standards, apparently, so keep that in mind. <laughs> well, this is, of course, well, we play battle. Yeah, we're, we're Battlefield players, right? So, yeah, we definitely have low standards. Um, yeah, no, you make a good point with saying it got fun at season one. And you're absolutely right. Actually, it did. We've, we we talk, we actually, I mean, very, go back and listen to the podcasts uh, right around when season one launched. Um, we sung its praises. In fact, actually, we were very happy with season one. And you're right, it did. It 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 did get fun at season one. Um and it yeah, and it is still fun. So my answer to the question would be yes, Jaron. Uh it is fun now. Especially, like say, if um you were to just have bought it in the last month, couple of months, or even just now, you would be getting a game. You would be getting a real game now. A year after the fucking game came out. Yeah. Yeah, you would be getting a very full game. You would launch up a game and you would find quite a lot of content, you know, to to, to work towards. A lot of guns to unlock, attachments to unlock, the battle pass, content to unlock on the battle pass, you know, the maps that came out. Uh, So, yeah. So, a year plus later... Yes, you do have, in fact, have a, a fun game to play for, for someone who, if you enjoy a Battlefield game, if you enjoy a style of game that Battlefield offers, yes, it's it's fun now. It is. Um, however, keep in mind, it is still an utter embarrassment of a fucking game. <laughs> okay? It's, that's not... I, won't, I don't ever want to fucking... I want to make that very clear. Like I'm, I'm telling you, it's a fun game. I'm telling you, if you bought it, yes, it's got content. It's got, it's you'll, the gameplay experience is, it's smoother now. Performance is better. There's better things about the game, but there are still a lot of fucking problems with this game. There's still too many bugs. I was just talking about it earlier. The siege tank still doesn't like really quite work right. There's still weird fucking bugs with the input. There's, st- I mean, you can just see it in the patches. Just like I said last on the last podcast, the patch notes. There was no real quality of life improvements in the last patch. If you go through those patch notes, it's like ninety five percent 
just, we fixed this issue. We fixed this issue when this happens. We fixed issue when this happens, when that happens. We fixed issues when you do this, when you do that. That's all the fucking patch notes were. It's so bad. This, it's fun now, but like, it's still, this game is a fucking, it's, it, it's a whole, it, uh, I, I try not, I don't like getting this negative about the game because it's just not my style, but it is just, yes, it is fun now. And if you bought it, you, sh- I, but look, Nate Gibson's been playing it. Nate Gibson's actually been on stream playing it and he looks like he's been having fun playing it. You would have fun playing it too. A lot of people, you would because it plays better now. Like I said, performance is good. You can jump in. You'll have you will have now a decent gaming experience for the for, for like the normal gamer. You'll have a a good decent gaming experience. You'll you'll jump into a game. You'll have a variety of weapons to choose from. You'll fight to this objective, that objective. You can play in this vehicle, play in that vehicle, and it'll all work well. It'll be good. It will be fun. And that's fine, but the game is still a steaming pile of shit. It is. It's a pile. It's. It's. This is. This is what I was going to get into earlier, but I didn't want to. I wanted to kind of address it in this because it seemed like it sort of like wrapped up this kind of whole question perfectly. The team that has been working on this game have made a lot of strides in improving the game from its condition at launch. However, what they've been doing this entire time has been polishing a giant pile of fucking dookie (laughs) that's all they've been doing and it's all it is this game really is just it's a fucking travesty it's a real travesty because it's never gonna it's it's never gonna be what it was supposed to be we know what it was supposed to be it was supposed to be some sort of extraction extraction royale but we didn't get that what we got instead was a fucking you know, uh, just a fucking half-baked version of a Battlefield game. They're going to bring the classes in for uh, on the next update. That's the other thing we're going to bring up. Um, that's the next, that's the big question I actually want to bring up on the, on the Patreon episode. I want to talk about the classes. I want to feel how, I want to get a feel for how the boys think, you know, f- think what they think about classes coming into the game. Do we need them? Should they, you know, how are they going to affect the game? that kind of thing you know it's been a debate since the beginning like though there's no classes why are there no classes so okay yeah so that i i I took a really long time to answer your question jaren however yes the bottom line is the game is fun now you can have fun you someone who just gets the game but here's that that that's the caveat right someone who just got the game will find it to be fun i Myself, I'm having a hard time finding the game to be fun because I've been playing the game for well over a year now. And you're you're kind of in the same boat, dude, right? I mean, it's like we play it, but like we kind of play it from week to week. The new Battle Pass missions, the, you know, it's like we, we're, we're finding things to have to find. We're trying to find fun in the game. Do you kind of feel that same way or am I kind of like misrepresenting how you feel about it? Um, no, I don't think I'm quite in the same boat here lately. I have been because I've been absolutely balls deep in Need for Speed Unbound. I've just got a new game to play. Right, there you go. But up until the last couple of weeks, no, I've been having fun with it. You know, I'd fire it up and play on my own sometimes during the week or on a Sunday or whatever, middle of the day. Mm -hmm. And I, I had a pretty good time with it. I don't 
take it too seriously. I fuck around, you know, whatever. Right. And try to either do something different or, you know, try to use a weird loadout. I'm going to use uh, the NTW and the Rex only or something stupid. You know, just try to try to create my own fun with it. Okay. Yeah, that's it. There you go. And that, which is kind of what I've been doing. I find fun in like finding different ways to complete the battle pass missions, right? You know, stuff like that. Um, I know I could find some fun. I have not unlocked all of the um, the lasers yet, the blue lasers, like the blue and green lasers. Like I haven't even unlocked those yet, so I could like do that. So yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I I get what you're saying. That makes sense. Um, it's just um, yeah, it's it's been tough to find for, for someone who's been playing the game as long as I have to find fun in the game, but for people who just get it, yeah, you, you'll have fun playing the game. You will. It plays better, plays like a battlefield game. The performance is good. So yeah. Uh, so there you go, Jared, uh, that we took about close to 10 minutes answering your question, but that's fine. I know you listen to the episodes. You uh, yeah, you said in the Discord, does Jaron even listen? Oh yeah, you asked. Does Jaron actually listen to the podcast? He does actually. I think he does. I asked I called him out on it one time in the Discord, actually, and he's like, I have listened to every episode, dude. And I was like, Okay, <laughs> man, cool. And he actually and I think he actually proved me right because I think I said something in the Discord and he mentioned something I brought up in the podcast. I was like, Oh yeah, fuck yeah, he does listen to the podcast. So he does in fact actually listen to every podcast because Jaron Look, fuck Jaron, but he's he's actually a pretty cool guy. So, but still, fuck Jaron. Uh, <laughs> do you okay? And Junkie Boy asks, do you think okay? And this is we've we've gotten into this one before. Um, so I, I I'd like to revisit this one with this. Do you think the upcoming single player Battlefield game should be a complete reboot of the franchise, or try and fit within the vaguely connected narrative of? 42 not So you've had some thoughts about this in the past. Like you've said in the past, I, I believe, right? Like just fucking cut ties with this game, right? I mean, do you still think they should do that or, or what? So with doing a single player game, I don't think it would be a good time to do a reboot because single player is not what Battlefield is about. I think they're going to try and connect some of these items together because launching a reimagining battlefield as a single player game i mean unless if it's bad company that they're not going to be able to do that no one's going to to care right at least if they kind of tried to connect 1942 to 2042 to 2142 they could have an interesting story started maybe the uh Maybe the Germans started building Titans or something in the 40s. You know, something mm. wild that mm. the Germans did in World War II. Or they started making oh, yeah. weapons to control the weather. And then that's what led to the events of 2042, which leads to the events of 2142. Oh, man. There you go. Fucking hey, hire, get... hire this guy for dice. <laughs> hire this guy for your fucking writing team. And then it could be a fairly long game because you can have it take place across multiple time periods you know you spend four or five hours of the game in the 40s and four or five hours of the game in 
the mid 2010s, like in three and four, and then you get to this point, and then you get to 2142, you know, you could get a fairly long game out of that and still keep it fresh throughout. Because the time periods change, the weapons change, the way people talk changes, you know, there's yeah. a lot of opportunity I think you could have with that. Interesting. Yeah, no shit, right? I mean, I mean, if they did all that, that would be fucking cool. They definitely won't. No. <laughs> definitely not if it's a single to. player only game, though, it will need to be long or people are not going to buy it. They'll just play it on Game Pass. True. Which yeah, would exactly. Probably true. Would still work for them, but still, you're not moving copies. You're just renting them. No, true. That's 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 actually the best point. Exactly. Yeah. Is that like and unless it's like some really, if they can sell it as some like really cool involved thing. Exactly. Yeah. No one's gonna really fucking care. So yeah, I don't know. I don't. The the, the game. I'll tell you. I mean, in terms of like. Where we're going to go with this podcast and what we're going to do as far as like what this podcast, where this podcast goes and what we're going to talk about, the future of this game is going to be super interesting. I mean, it's going to be yes. super interesting. Yeah. I mean, like we're like, like, you know, I mean, at one point, like we were like, what the fuck are we like, you know, six, seven months ago, we we're like, what the fuck are we doing with this game? This is so bad. But like, yeah, we're going to get into a point where like, holy shit, like, yeah, covering the next game and as the, and the news of this game, it's going to be super interesting. Actually, I mean, like, like you said, I mean, everything you just said, like, could be a whole thing. Whatever they're going to do, like, I don't know, Junkie Boy. Like, I mean, I don't like. I've I've clear. I've I've talked about it a, a lot, and I've said I really want them to connect this game to 2142 i want this game to connect somehow to the titans and like to so that we can get like titan attack mode and all that stuff right i mean it's like yeah with season 5 2042 literally has another nine months of content at least right yeah exactly so i mean it's like i know exactly well i've talked about i talked about this last podcast i feel like the next game shouldn't come out till at least like fucking 2020 like late 2024 like late 2024 because like what are they i mean they gotta get it right whatever they're gonna do they gotta get it right and i really want them to connect it to 2142 that's what i want is that what i'm gonna get probably not but what like i don't think they will i don't think they will i think i think they did say it'll be it won't be 2042 but it will be a battlefield setting so i'm I'm guessing they're going to fucking do uh, 21, some kind of thing on 2142. I think that's what they're going to do. Like, look, modern guns and modern, that's all cool. Like, but like, I think, I think they, I, I bet they're like sitting in their boardroom going like, look, if that's what people want, they'll get that from, 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 from COD. They have to be thinking like the, today's gamers play everything. Today's they have to be thinking like, look, we can't just think that we have to like make this to like, you know, just appeal to a certain group of people. Today's gamers play like everything. We're all gonna play COD. We're like you don't, obviously, but that's fine. You're you're somewhat of an exception to the rule. Lots of people are playing Battlefield and playing COD, right? So I, I would imagine so. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I feel like what they're going to do is they're going to, I feel like they're going to eventually, I think they're going to work this into a 2142. 2142, 
Titan, I'm telling it, Titan attack mode. It's amazing that they were able to pull it off in the engine because you had these giant floating fucking, you know, Titans were as big. Let's see. I, I'm trying to think if there's like something, like something the size I can equate to. Um, so picture, so picture that you know the hand helicopter, right? In, okay. in 2042 picture picture that picture a hint helicopter four across and probably like six of them stacked tail to nose end to end and then think of that as a square thing that's how big a titan was in 2142 they were huge. They were like massive things. And that was in an old engine. That was in an old fucking, you know, I don't even think that was a fucking uh, uh, Frostbite engine. I'm pretty sure that was in the fucking uh, whatever the engine was called before Frostbite. I can't remember the name of it. But they managed to build this thing in the air that had everything. It had it was like, yeah, it was how how much bigger were Titans than, say, the airship and the behemoth? Okay, here's the thing. The Titans were not bigger. The behemoth in BF1 was bigger than a Titan, actually. But a Titan was pretty close to the size of a behemoth in BF1. Pretty close to the size. And this was fucking, like, you know, in terms of gaming years, fucking million, a million years ago. On an old fucking like dice engine, whatever it was called, uh, the refractor engine. I think it was called refractor. So imagine what they would be able to do in a brand new engine with real computing power. The Titans would be amazing. I mean, they would. It was so much fun. So I feel like I feel like hopefully that's what we're gonna do. That's what they're gonna do. They're gonna they're gonna do that because it was it was really twenty one forty two was. One of the most underrated Battlefield games. It was a lot of fun. It had walkers. It was just, it had so much content. It was so good. Hopefully that's what we're going to do. Okay, anyway. Um, Junkie Boy asks, moving on, because otherwise I'm just going to fucking rant about 2142 for the next 20 minutes. Uh, Junkie Boy asks, if you had a time machine, when and where would you travel to? OSB? Mm, I would travel to NF1 race at Monza when Ferrari were on top with Michael Schumacher. I don't care which oh, one. Even just, I want to be I want to be in Italy when Ferrari wins with the goat. Even dude, that's my answer now. <laughs> that's my answer. <laughs> I was thinking for a second you were going to like say like way back in the day like when uh, Alberto Ascari was driving for Ferrari like fucking pre-World War II days, you know? Like just experiencing that. But that's even better, dude. Yeah, fucking like Monza, Schumacher winning at Monza. Yes, that's my answer. 100%. I also like, I like Kinetic's answer too. Time, time travel to the F1 race and tackle Senna from getting in his car. Oh, man. That would, be, Kinetic, that would be pretty goaded. Dude, that would be goaded, man. Oh, man. Rest in peace. The goat, or stop the shooting goat from Santa. going skiing. Yeah. Or stop shooting from going skiing. Fucking hey, kinetic dude, you're fucking tugging up the heartstrings, bro. 
Bro, you're like seriously tugging at the heartstrings right now, man. Like for reals, for reals, dude. You're talking about the two goats. One we lost and one that's still alive, but like not the same, dude. Ooh, man, Kinetic. Dude, that's, man. But you know what, Kinetic? That's why you're a friend of the pod, man, because you know you know your shit, dude. I know, right? Oof, man, I know. Dude, every time I think about Shumi, man, yeah, oh, it bums me out so much, dude. It bums me out so bad. I talked about this, Kinetic. I might not have, I, I may have talked about this on another podcast actually before, but since you're here, actually, I was at, <clears throat> I was in Indianapolis in 2000 for the inaugural United States Grand Prix. Of course, it wasn't the inaugural because there had been United States Grand Prix before that, but it was like, you know, the first one in like, what, like 15 years or something, you know, right? Yeah, like I think it was like, it had been like 15 or so years before, um, you know, since F1 had been in the United States. Uh, And so I, so yeah, so I went to Indy for the United States Grand Prix. Of course, Ferrari. Schumacher won the race, right? Schumi won the race. Our, my seats were in the infield. Our seats were in the infield, and I was on a grandstand that was um, like right on the main straightaway uh, in the infield. So it was like, so like you know, they came around the, they used the one Indy turn. And then came around the main straight, and I was in a grandstand that they built on the infield. Well, it was right next to Park Ferme, you know, where the the podium was. I leaned in, dude. I went down. I ran down to the to the ground uh, right next to the track, and me and a whole bunch of people went right to this railing that was right next to Park Ferme, and we were all leaning over the railing. And we were looking towards, you know, where, you know, uh, the drivers were like kind of getting ready to get up on the podium. And I was leaning over and me and a whole bunch of people and we saw Schumacher. We looked right at him and we all fucking cheered. It was like, Shumi, Shumi, let's go. He looked right at us and gave us like the fucking thing. Dude, I was right there. I, I, I'm, I'm getting, a, I'm getting a little emotional, honestly. <laughs> like, I looked right at Michael Schumacher, and he looked right at me. He looked right at this, like, well, I mean, not right at me. It was like a whole like crowd of people. He looked right at us, and he gave us a fucking fist pump, dude. And I will never forget it as long as I live. Fucking God help me if I ever fucking get Alzheimer's. The one. Okay, my child obviously being born. I love my fucking kid a lot. But like the one fucking memory that I could ever fucking hold on to was Michael fucking Schumacher looking right at me and fucking giving us a fist pump when we cheered him on, dude. It was so fucking amazing. I'll never forget it as long as I live. And yeah, dude, I mean like, ugh, yeah. I mean like if I could, I get, yeah, that's a good answer too. If I could ever like, yeah, prevent him from going skiing so he would never get in that skiing accident prevent center from from passing away in that fucking in that accident i know i know man it's yeah so it just blows my mind when someone spends their life doing something so dangerous and ends up like that because of a thing we don't bat an eye at yeah seriously right that's crazy i know fucking skiing it's crazy and and the crazy thing is he was wearing a helmet that's every report I ever read. Like he was wearing a helmet, but just something about the way he hit his head, man. It just, the helmet didn't do anything and it fucking just fucked his brain up. It was fucking crazy. I got to see a legendary band one time after the show. I went up the staging of the Tars attention and he came over and gave me a hug. That was an amazing experience. They didn't even say a word. Just hugged me and walked off. That's awesome, dude. 
That's awesome. Uh, oh, yeah. So there was the time travel question. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. You totally, yeah. Your answer was great, by the way. Yeah. OSP. So, yeah. Oh, I mean, F1 races, right? Like, yeah. Like, like, fuck actually, you know, changing like actual history. Let's like go see some fucking <laughs> good F1 races, right? I want to party with the Tafosi. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I know, dude. That's like, seriously. It's like, yeah. Like, you know, I mean, obviously, if you've like followed the World Cup at all, like, or, you know, obviously Argentina went crazy, obviously, because the, you know, Messi won, you know, Argentina won the World Cup. But yeah, dude, every, the Tifosi, every fucking Italian Grand Prix, they're out there going crazy for Ferrari. It's fucking awesome, man. Yeah. Yes. So, all right. So, uh, yeah. And then you asked him, because Jaren actually listen to the podcast? Of course he does. Um, of course, fuck Jaren. And then following, finishing up our, 2022 pod Q and a questions cramped club. What's up, dude? I appreciate you getting in the very last question of 2022. And it's the most appropriate question. It's a very, it's, it's an incredibly appropriate question. Cramped club asks, why does everyone hate Ohio? Hmm. Well, I can think of a few reasons. Um, there's like nothing there, right? Correct. Other than OSB, cool. I mean, OSB. we have corn. <laughs> we have corn. We have three cities, and on 75, there is signs that going north have the Ten Commandments, and going <laughs> south says, "Hell is real. Are you ready?" <laughs> there you go. And that's They've why people been there hate for Ohio, years. and that's why people hate Ohio. I hate Ohio because a certain school is there. That is just a fucking dog shit school, right? Um, it's a pretty cool town, I guess. I mean, I've seen some concerts there. I saw the Deftones play in like a really small club, like right next to the Ohio State campus. Uh, but other than that, yeah, fuck Ohio. Because Ohio State's there and fuck Ohio State. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. And then the reasons you mentioned... It's generally just like, you know, it's boring. It's boring. It's like, it's fucking Ohio. Like what, what's there? <laughs> it's like, is there, we any... have mid Ohio cool. sports car course. You do have mid Ohio sports it. car course. That's okay. That gets a ding. That gets a ding because mid Ohio sports car course is a good racetrack. It's not oh, one of fantastic. the, like, it's not one of the greatest. I mean, like I wouldn't even, uh, I yeah, would I put a top five in the United States. I don't know if I would go that far. It is yeah, a very I don't think fun it, track. I don't it's think I. Yeah, I don't think I could find any place in the top five, but it's close. Like you know, it's still in like top ten for sure. Yeah. Because, but then there's only there's really about ten good racetracks in the United States actually. So, um, actually, could you even name ten good racetracks? Road Atlanta, Watkins West Glen, Glenn. Road America, yep. uh, Sebring, Sebring, Ohio. Okay. Putnam Park, which is a very small track. I don't think there's any actual racing there. I've never heard of it. Uh, it's in Indiana. Oh, okay. Uh, the Corvette Museum track, I don't remember the name of it. Long Beach, which is technically a street circuit. Laguna Seca. Laguna Seca. Uh, Autobahn. Do you have a name said Road Atlanta yet? So there you go. I did. That was the first one. Oh, you, just say, oh, you said Road Atlanta first? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Okay, so your name Ted. Okay, cool. Um, oh, um, what's the other one in California? That's Laguna Seca. No, 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 the other one. Um, 
Sonoma. Sonoma. Yeah, Sonoma's bad. Sonoma's okay. Yeah, Sonoma's a decent track. Yeah, Sonoma's good. Uh, yeah, Elkhart Lake, which is Road America. Yeah, you know, that's, yeah, that's a good list. Yeah, that's a good list, I think. Okay, cool. Uh, that's it, boys and girls. Let's go. That's it for uh, this podcast tonight. Of course, not the last podcast of 2023. Next week will be the last podcast of 2023. But, uh, of course, um, you know, this is the last podcast before Christmas. Uh, what do we got? Five? Yeah, five. Exactly five days until Christmas. So I just would like to say to everyone out there listening, to everyone out there hanging out in the Twitch chat, uh, if you've listened to this podcast for the past year, thank you very much, actually. Thank you very, very much, actually, for <laughs> for listening to this podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, um, I'll be, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get a little transparent here. Um, we have had consistently, it's consistently right around 200, you know, listens per episode consistently for like the past, like six, seven, eight, nine months. Uh, and I want to thank you guys for that. That's incredible. Actually, uh, given the engagement this game gets right, because it's fucking terrible, uh, it's it you know the game itself they're doing everything they can. we've talked about it they're doing everything they can um and we're still playing it and you're still playing it obviously because you're listening to this podcast so i just want to say thank you very much it's i'm i'm very appreciative of the loyal of the loyal following that we have i would i would call it a very loyal following like i said it's like you you know every episode we get right around 180 ish 200 ish listens um and that's incredible actually it really is um given like i said this game is down <laughs> this game is like i talked about it before it all tracks like right like if you look at twitch like if you go to twitch right now there'll be like fucking <clears throat> fifty thousand people watching warzone you know or not fifty thousand people but like you know they'll probably uh, i know i could go there right now actually in fact i will actually just to see on the front page of Twitch right now, uh, you got, let's see, you've got Battlefield, okay, Battlefield 2042, 724 viewers, Warzone, yeah, 115,000 people <laughs> watching Warzone, 115,000 people watching Warzone 2.0 streams right now, as opposed to the 724 viewers watching Battlefield 2042. That's that's all the sample you need. That's all the sample you need. It's it's not scientific. It's simply a snapshot on on the front page of Twitch. But I think even anecdotally speaking, I think that's pretty fucking accurate to to, to given it a, a a you know a a barometer of the engagement this game is getting. <laughs> Seven hundred and twenty for less than a thousand viewers on Twitch. As opposed to a hundred thousand people watching Warzone, yeah, it's like so. The fact that you're still listening to this podcast, thank you, seriously, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Um, even if you're not part of the Patreon, of course, and if you, if you haven't even come to the Twitch broadcast, it, I, it's fine. The fact that you're listening to my voice, I very much appreciate it. Uh, it's it's we were, you know. If you remember listening, you know, nine, eight months ago, we were very, I was, I was very, 
very, you know, very much on the cusp of like, not sure what I was going to do with the podcast. If I was going to continue the podcast, if we were going to continue to do it, because I mean, it was like, you know, the game was in such shambles. It's like no one's playing and still clearly no one's the engagement in this game is like really down, but we are just, we love battlefield. I love battlefield games. Um, Evan loves battlefield games. Clearly. I mean, it's like the, uh, Dude, did you see who popped up in the fucking Discord? Drew, or how do you say Drew? You know, in uh, in the other games, talking about Battlefield One. Mm-hmm. Dude, that dude hadn't popped in the dude. Drew, you haven't popped in the Discord seriously in like close to a year, and he just popped in the Discord like the other day. Like, hey man, fired up some uh, Battlefield One, and he wanted to talk about it. That's what I'm, and that's what I mean. Battlefield players, like it's like. <clears throat> Look, COD player, there's obviously the drop shot boys are super passionate about about Call of Duty. And of, and of course they are cuz Call of Duty has a reason, you know, there's a reason to be passionate about that game too. But like I don't know, something about Battlefield man, it's just like it just it it sticks with people. I mean, look at Enders, dude. Enders in in Kinetic, the, uh, our boy Kinetic, friend of the pod. You stick with this game. You just do. And it, because you like this game you know for what it is as bad as 2042 is it's like we stick with it and we love it and we love you guys for listening we really do we really appreciate it um it's the hot it's the holidays it's christmas time so um just want to say merry christmas to everyone out there thank you so much for listening um i do want to say other uh, another thing real quick too so i've been checking chartable and uh according to chartable it looks like we have some some people probably like five people maybe less uh who have been listening to us from ukraine which is like mind-blowing right it's like i mean obviously it's like you see you know you the north america canada england sweden you know things like that and then like apparently we're getting we're getting some downloads and 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 uh you know in poland japan and apparently ukraine because it's right on there it says right there there's a there's a small percentage of our downloads are coming from Ukraine. So I just want to say to you, if you're hearing my voice and you are in fact in Ukraine, listening to this podcast, thank you. Of course, very much for listening. And I just want to say, I am, I'm praying for you. I am praying every day that, you know, violence and, and wickedness and things will end uh, you know, in your country and all over the world. I pray for, that's something I pray for all the time, actually. That's actually one of the prayers I I make every day, actually, is that violence and wickedness and things like, and it will end, hopefully, sometime in the world, right? And that, and, and people will find love in their heart and, and not malice, and they won't want to attack other people for reasons that Vladimir Putin, for whatever reason, seems fucking fit, which is bullshit. So, I just want to say that if you were for if you're hearing my voice and you're in the Ukraine listening to this, thank you so much, and I hope you are safe, especially this time of year. You know, for the holidays and Christmas and everything, I hope you are safe, and I hope you know you uh, get through all these things, all these this craziness going on in your country. Well, and I hope and I hope you see it through, and I hope you are okay. Um, <laughs> that sounds a little. I know it sounds very dramatic. I'm sorry. That sounds if that sounds a little heavy, but I just wanted to say that because I noticed it and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like seriously, someone in the fucking Ukraine is actually listening to this podcast. That's fucking crazy. It's not too crazy because it's obviously you know you can you could access this 
podcast anywhere on the planet. Anywhere you have an internet connection, you can access this podcast. So, uh, so like I said, anyone who's listening to this podcast, I very much appreciate you listening to this podcast. Um, and I just want to say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to everyone out there. Uh, Evan, Merry Christmas, dude. Christmas is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> no. Call off Christmas. That's the fucking line. Don't you? Will you? Don't you? Do, don't you remember the Robin Hood movie with fucking Kevin Costner? Probably no. not. No, you don't. But it had Alan Rickman in it, who was fucking amazing. Alan Rickman played uh, Snape in the Harry Potter movies. Those movies I also didn't watch. Oh my goodness! Are you fucking serious? You I also what? never read the books. I wasn't allowed to oh, as a kid. Oh gosh, damn it! Okay, well, all right. This podcast. <laughs> this podcast is canceled now. This podcast is canceled. No, it's not canceled, of course. Anyway, it's been real, guys. <laughs> it's been real. Deuces. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. So, uh, of course, to all of our patrons, we love you guys. Uh, I'm not going to name... I didn't bring up the list, so I'm not going to name you all. I think I can name you all. I don't know. Cramps Club, Junk Pub, Junk Pub, Robbie Boy, No Good, Noped, uh, Battlefield, Big Baby 1568, uh, This Just In, Iron Ranger, Jaren... Uh, who Jaren. Did I Fuck Jaren. Generally objective. Uh, I don't think I missed anybody, did I? Did I miss anyone? I don't think I did. Aussie Menace. Aussie Menace, of course. Pfft, of course I missed Aussie Menace, yeah. Yeah. All right, so there you go, boys. All right, that's it. Merry Christmas, everyone. This is the last podcast you're going to hear before Christmas. So I hope you all have a very safe and very happy holiday. Uh, love all you guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for hanging out on the Twitch channel. All right, Evan, that's it for the before Christmas, and we'll see you next week before the end of the new year. Everyone stay safe yes. out there. We'll see you next time. Deuces.